Blog Talk Radio. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Psalms 34 and 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. We give glory and honor to God on tonight. Well, I'm sorry, on today. (laughs) Welcome today uh, to a Word from God radio broadcast right here on blogtalkradio.com. I am your radio hostess, evangelist Rebecca Collier-Hagler. And I want you to know that God has a designed word especially for you. You see, Psalms 119 and 11 says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That means with God's word in our hearts, Our lives will be forever changed. And then it says in Psalms 119, 105, and it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Meaning the word will illuminate our steps as we walk towards our purpose and our destiny in Christ. Well, it brings me great joy to come before you today right here on blogtalkradio.com and to share a word from God with you. I want to say thank you to each and every one who has been a listener and a supporter of mine throughout these few years that I have been on the broadcast. And I want to say 
thank you for your encouraging words and for your support. And I want you to know that I really do appreciate each and every one of you. I thank you for all of the kind words that I hear uh, uh, from different ones as I meet people throughout uh, my travels here. And uh, just again, I want to say thank you so much. Well, we just want to go ahead and get into the Word of God. Uh, today, uh, we're getting ready to start a prayer series. And so today, we're going to be talking about uh, what is prayer? What does prayer mean to us? What is prayer? And what what do we get when we're, when we're uh, praying? Well, the question is, what is prayer? And prayer is our direct line to heaven or to God. You see, it is a communication process that allows us to enhance, or it allows us entrance, I'm sorry, it allows us entrance to God with no waiting. You know, many times everywhere we go, we're constantly waiting to be seen. If we go to the doctor's office, we're waiting in line at Walmart or at a grocery store. We're waiting in line at the mall. Uh, if if uh, you go to the bank, you got to wait in line. There's a constant wait. But with prayer, there is no waiting to talk to God. It is a, a wide open entrance, a wide open door for you to get in and be able to speak to God whenever it is that you want. Uh, it is through prayer that God invites us to come into a relationship with him, to get to know him better. Uh, You see, prayer helps us to walk close to him, to be like him, and to partake in God's divine nature. How else are you going to get to know who God is? How else are you going to know the nature of God? If you don't take the time to uh, get to know him, to talk with him, to speak with him, to hear what he's saying to you. I said that God invites us to come into a relationship with him through prayer. Second uh, Peter verse one uh, and I'm sorry, chapter one. And verses 3 to 4, and you can read those uh, uh, a little bit later. It's Second Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. And what, uh, uh, what it's telling us here is that we have been granted, or he has granted to us all the things that pertain to life and godliness. Whatever belongs to God, dear dear hearts, whatever belongs to God belongs to us. Why? Because we partake of his divine nature. You see, it is through through prayer that we learn to free ourselves of our old nature because our old selves or our old nature cannot please God. Before we were saved, we never pleased God. There was nothing within us. There was nothing that we did. There was no change. We were born in sin, and we were shaped in iniquity, and we were living sinful lives. 
So therefore, we could not please God because sin does not please God. The old nature causes us not to be in fellowship or causes us not to pray. Only time we prayed when we were sinners, first of all, the only prayer that God really heard was the sinner's prayer when we first uh, asked Christ to come into our lives. But then it seems like the only time we did try to communicate with God in our old selves, in our old life, is when it was convenient. God, I need help. God, help me out of this. If you get me out of this, Lord, I promise you, I won't do anything like that again. Lord, I, 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 I don't like this job. Lord, remove me. Give me another job. Lord, my husband or my children or my wife, they just make me sick. God, I can't deal with this anymore. We only prayed when it was convenient for us to pray. We didn't pray because we loved God, because we wanted to hear from God, or because we wanted God to begin to deal with us and teach us some things. We prayed only to get relief from what it was at that time that we were going through. Well, after receiving Christ, after receiving Jesus, we can now he can now make a radical change in our nature that can bring us to fellowship in him and uh to bring prayer into our lives between us and between God. It is after our spiritual birth that we begin to take on the nature of our father. You see, we no longer have a slave's mentality, but we have a Christ-like mentality. We become more like God than we ever have before. You see, we want to do things that are pleasing to God. We don't want to live that old lifestyle We don't want to do those same things we used to do. We want to lay down all the sins and all of the weights which does so easily beset us because we want God pleased with our lives. And as I said, we are no longer enslaved to sin doing the things that we used to. What are some of the things that we used to do? I mean, we would cuss people out in a heartbeat. Um, Instead of us uh, sitting down and relaxing with prayer, sitting down and relaxing with praise and worship, we would sit down and relax with a a glass of wine or maybe have a drink of of some sort. Or maybe um, we were in such a dire uh, uh, situation, um, we weren't happy at home, so we had somebody on the side, or or, or maybe uh, we were just doing things that we wanted to do, things that gratified the flesh. You see, now that we are a part of the kingdom of God, we no longer want to gratify the flesh, but we want to gratify the spirit, and we want to gratify the spirit of Christ. No longer do we desire to do the lust things that our flesh tells us to do, but we want to do those things that are important to God. We have a desire now 
to want to do the will of God. You see, we begin to love what God loves, and we begin to hate what God hates. And having this new nature makes us his children. Being God's children is so important. It, it, it gives the world, when the world looks at us, they shouldn't see themselves or see uh, themselves in us, but they should look at us and see that there's something different about him or there's something different about her. She doesn't stay around and listen to the nasty jokes or she doesn't stay around and gossip with the rest of us or or he's not always looking at the women on the job like the rest of us men do. He's always talking about his wife. He's always talking about the Lord. He's always talking about his love for God. He doesn't want to go out to some of the places that we go. And when he does go with us, he's still always talking about the Lord. There's something different about him, or there's something different about her. When we're when we're hanging out with our unsaved uh, uh, friends and unsaved family members, I'm not saying that you constantly got to be beating them over the head with the Bible, but they should know, they should feel uncomfortable in doing certain things around you because there's a difference between you and between them. So we should love what God loves. Living a godly life is not living a boring life. It's not living a life where you can't have fun. It's not living a life where you can't laugh and joke and and things of that nature. But it's living the lifestyle of holiness. It's living the lifestyle of Jesus. Jesus was our example. And Jesus was always doing fun, great things with the disciples and with the children and with the people that were around him. But when he was about ministry business, when he was about kingdom business, he was about kingdom business. He was sharing the word. He was teaching the word. He was loving on the people. He was laying hands on the sick, seeing them recover. He was casting out demons. He, he, he was even raising the dead because he was going about doing what his father wanted him to do. So it's not to say that we have to have a boring life, but we're supposed to have a godly life. God has given us many benefits as his children. We are king's kids. We are royal priesthood. We are a peculiar people. We are not like the people of the world. Why? Because we have a divine nature. We no longer think like the world. We no longer act like the world because our minds have been renewed. We've been transformed and, uh, uh, to, to think the way that Christ thinks, to talk the way that he talks, to act the way that he acts. Being the children of God causes us to want to spend time in prayer seeking his will for our life. What is God's will for your life? 
What is it that God has for you to do? What is it that God wants to do for you? You'll never know if you aren't uh, seeking God's will. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, seeking the righteousness of God. And then it says all of these other things will be added unto you. God wants you to seek him out first. That's all that he's asking, to seek him out first. You know, when you start a a new job, we have something that we call on-the-job training. I've been in retail most of my life, so I've always had to learn how to um, use a cash register. And in order to use a cash register to learn how to ring a sale, a cash sale, a credit card sale, a check sale, or how to do uh, multiple items and this kind of thing, we had to put the machine in a training mode so that uh, uh, we could play around. It, it didn't add up anything where it added up on today's sale, but it was in a training mode. Well, we have to be trained when we first become children of God because this is something new to us. We're not in that old lifestyle. We're in a new lifestyle. So it is through prayer that we get our training. It is through prayer that God begins to give us our marching orders. It is through prayer that we find uh, out the will of God for our life. You see, prayer is not just you talking to God and that's it and you get up. Prayer is a two-way communication type thing. When you talk to God, then God wants you to wait for a minute. Wait a couple of seconds, however long it may take for God to speak, but you wait. And I guarantee you that God will begin to speak to your heart through prayer. He will tell you, even through the scriptures, what his will is for your life because the word of God is his will for your life. So you must take that time. You must seek the Lord and seek his will through prayer to find out exactly what does he have for you, exactly what does he want you to do. Then we have to give God full access to all that we do. Now, God may tell you to give up something that he doesn't tell me to give up. He may tell me to stop doing something that he doesn't tell you to stop doing because we all have our little areas that um, were bothersome things for us when we were out in the world. When I received Christ as my personal Lord and Savior, I had a real bad mouth. And uh, when I when I got saved and I gave my life to the Lord, I, I didn't really feel anything spectacular to happen that day. But throughout the week, I was cleaning my house, and I hit my foot on the coffee table. And when I hit my foot on the coffee table, I said, Jesus. But before, probably the week before, I wouldn't have used Jesus' name. I would have said something else. And it was then that I knew that God took away, that was a hindrance to me. That was a big hindrance to me. So that was something that God took from me. And I don't, you know, I, I don't believe in 
cursing and blessing out of the same mouth because that's what the scripture says. My talk should be different. My walk should be different. If I'm out there cursing like everybody else, then they don't see anything different in me. But when I'm when 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 I can hold a conversation with them, and not necessarily always talking about the Lord, but I can just hold a simple conversation, and I never use the word of profanity, they're like, you know what? There's something about her. You know, I need to ask her why is why why is her life so different from mine? Why why doesn't she do some of the same things that we all do? It is through prayer that you begin to seek God, that you allow God total access to your life, and God will begin to bring about some changes in your, in your life. You see, he wants to conform us to the very image of his dear son. In First Thessalonians, and I believe it's in Second uh, um, Corinthians, where it talks about the rapture, and it talks about how our bodies are going to be changed. It talks about how we are uh, in 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 uh, in these last days uh, during that time uh, period during the rapture period that we're going to begin to uh, our bodies are going to be changed. We're going to have a glorified body. We are going to become just like Christ. It says that um, we're going to take off. Uh, uh, I believe it's going to take off corruption and and and. Uh, there will be no more corruption in in our bodies. Our bodies are going to change. We will no longer be mortal, but we will be immortal. We will become just like Christ. God is trying to take us to a place in him so that when the time is right, that we can become everything that God has purposed for us to become, not just here on earth, but in heaven also. So God wants to conform you, but he can only conform you through the word of God and through prayer. Prayer is so important, beloved. What is the purpose of prayer? The purpose of prayer is to get to know God. That's the first thing. It's to get to know God in his wisdom in his power, in his might, in his anointing. God will begin to reveal things to you uh, once you begin to pray and once you get into the word. He will help you find hidden treasures. He will help you uh, see things in the scripture that, that you never noticed before because God wants to make sure that you are totally aware of who he truly truly is. And then God wants you to recognize the reality of his presence. I don't know how many of you have ever spent time in the in God's presence, but you're talking about a powerful experience. Oh, it is so powerful to just sit and bask in his presence and feel his love, and have God to just talk to you. I literally mean talk to you. You hear him in your spirit. You hear that still, small voice, and he will begin to speak and share and tell you things, tell you things, not even just, not always about yourself, but begin to share things with you about others, 
not so that you can go off and judge them, but that you can speak a right now word into their life, a word of deliverance, a word of healing, a word of power. God wants you to know the reality. He wants you to know the reality of his presence. And then number three, what is the purpose of prayer? It allows us to always be in communion with our Heavenly Father. The scripture tells us, it says to pray without ceasing. And I'm not saying that you're on your knees or with your hands lifted 24-7, but what it is is you have a heart of prayer. You have an attitude of prayer. You may leave your office for a minute and, and, and you go to the restroom and you, you pray. You may uh, go to the break room, and while you're fixing some coffee, you, you'll just say, Lord, I love you. Lord, I thank you. Begin to worship and praise and, and just, just talk to him for a minute. Or you're in your car, and you just think about the goodness of God and how good he has been to you. I'm telling you, just being uh, uh, ever mindful of prayer, it is so powerful. You see, when you love someone, and many of us have been in love at one point in our lives, and when you love someone, you love being around that someone all the time. And if you love God like you say you do, you will, You always want to be around him. You always want to be praying. You always want to be talking to him. You always want to be uh, spend time with him because when you're in his presence, when you're when 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 you're up uh, up under him, uh, hearing what he has to say to you, when he's talking to you and you're talking to him, God, his blessings will pour down upon you in such a way. He, you won't even have to ask God for anything because you spend so much time with him. You spend so much time in prayer that God will just bless you just because you are his child. Well, I see that it is time uh, for us to go. It has truly been an honor to spend some time with you today just sharing about prayer um, I want you to uh, continue listening with us because uh, we do plan to do a series here on prayer. And I'm just asking you to pray for me as, as I pray for you and as I minister to you in prayer. God is so good. He is so good. And before we leave the broadcast, I just want to ask you to please go to Facebook and like both our Facebook page and our face uh and our group page that we have and they're both called a word from god just go on and read some of the things i will be posting uh my uh message on there as well um if you are a pastor or a minister or uh or someone that is just um deep in the word we would love for you to uh post something on our group page as well as post something on our uh, Facebook uh, regular page as well. We want it to come from the Word of God. We, 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 we don't want anybody's thoughts on things as far as what you feel it is, but we want the Word. It is a Word from God that we want to hear on those pages. 
Also, um, if you would like to email us, our email um, address is a word from God three at aol dot com. Again, that is a word from God three at aol dot com. Please reach out to us for any contact information, maybe about speaking engagement or uh, prayer requests, or any biblical questions, or even donations. And uh, we will definitely get back to you. Well, I want to say thank you for tuning in to A Word from God on blogtalkradio.com. I am your radio hostess, evangelist Rebecca Collier-Hagler, saying thank you for joining us. May God richly bless all of your endeavors for him. See you next time. God bless you, and have a great day. Bye-bye now.